Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bacon Cast. We're your host, Ethan, aka Bacon, and Kenny. And here's your guest for the day, Tyson, aka TJ. Yo, yo. So let's get it started, everybody. Our first topic for the day, right off the bat, is cloud gaming. We all know what cloud gaming is, and if you don't, you've been living in a cave. Please come out. We miss you out here. Cloud gaming, for or at least for those who don't know, cloud gaming is the way of the future. It's basically streaming games directly to whatever device you're on in high quality. I mean, of course you've got to have decent Wi-Fi or decent network connection for it to look good. But, you know, in its essence, that's what it is. So, <clears throat> how do you do cloud gaming? How is this thing a thing? How does it happen? Does it magically appear? Or do you have to commit to something? Or, you know, sacrifice somebody? No, it's simple. Most of the time, it's just a monthly fee for something like Stadia or Amazon Luna. I personally prefer Amazon Luna. It's amazing. Check it out. They give you a free trial before you start, so you know what you're getting. And after that, you give them your payment information, and you play. They have a bunch of games on their platforms for streaming. Really high-quality games, really low-quality games sometimes, you know. Good games, bad games, games you might like, games that are exciting, games that aren't exciting. And I want to say that it is beautiful. I personally don't have great Wi-Fi like that, but I'm able to stream control at high definition quality at 60 fps on amazon luna just imagine how stadia is like i haven't even tried that yet but you know that is cloud gaming in its essence and it's an amazing technological advancement how do you feel about this kenny yeah um i i'm actually very very excited i'm very very excited um i haven't personally tried um Stadia. I think Stadia might have come out first because like I never really saw commercials for this Amazon Luna thing. But I'll just say the idea of this technology being released is really, really cool to me. Because it's like not only are you kind of like shaping new ways of gaming for the future, but it's also something different that we're bringing to this table instead of just PS4, PS5, xbox one xbox you know one s or whatever and now of course if you you know if you play xbox you ain't straight but playstation you know because they're better there there's just always been like an ongoing feudal war you know you know what i mean so it's just like i feel like stadia and that amazon luna thing that you mentioned it's really good for like the economy just to come together well the gaming economy at least to just come together and just play whatever games without any discrimination, you know, without any, without anything. And I just, I, I like that. I just like the kind of like the message and the idea of coherence. So for the first time, Tyson, you know, first time being on our show, how do you feel about that? All right, after thinking about it for a while, here's my thoughts. Um, what I heard on about Stadia is that first when it came out, I heard it was trash. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I watched a little videos about it. Say like the quality is trash. Like it will glitch out. But probably they have improved it now since they still um, doing commercials for it. Um, <clears throat> Amazon Luna. I never heard of it. I'm I'm just being honest. I, I never heard of it. I didn't even know it existed. 
from what Ethan's telling me, it, it's probably good. But um, I would say it kind of conflicts with like all the other consoles because if you can pull play multiple like um can you play console exclusives on stadia because if you can that kind of takes away from the console and so like um that'll kind of be like a console war and um another thing about what kenny said about the uh gaming community being brought together i think that's just gonna be I know many people aren't going to buy the Stadia or the Luna. Some people will, but not a lot. So I don't think it's going to bring them together. I think it's just going to be just even some. I I rarely, I barely, like I barely doubt, like I rarely doubt that somebody on the Stadia, like who supports Stadia, is going to be like, oh yeah, Xbox some trash, PS4 some trash, PC gamers y'all can go suck some, like. Like we we not really like I don't really think that's gonna happen. Like we just being honest. Okay, you know, I, I, I think um um I think you have a point. Like I, I think you definitely have a point. I didn't even I wasn't even really thinking like, you know, because people are just like really, really petty. And I mean like I, you know, I never, I never really, you know, I, I didn't really think about it like that. I didn't think about it like that, and it makes sense because it's like the way you're saying it. It's like there won't be another, um, there won't be like co cohesion of a community, but like in a sense, they'll be more divided because what it's just gonna do is just like instead of bringing them together, it'll split them further apart. So it's like instead of half, there's now a third. And now if Luna, you know, gains attraction or people start to like it, now there's a fourth. And so I feel like, you know, because everybody just loves capitalism, and we do too, um, you know, everybody's going to put their own personal work in. And I feel like, I, I, I think, you know, after hearing that statement, um, I've kind of changed my mind. Like, I think that, that, that that's like, that's a really valid point, you know, like sometimes people just won't get together that's facts uh and like you said like well like tyson said you know people definitely aren't gonna dump consoles like legitimate consoles out of for for cloud gaming i mean tech i'm not gonna say that cloud gaming is not a legitimate console well technically cloud gaming itself isn't a console but it's a platform that you can play games on and when stadia first came out yeah the quality was some it was horrible and you know amazon luna a bit too but i tried amazon luna and like i said i have really bad wi-fi for the most part and it lets you it can supports all controllers basically well not all controllers but a lot of them if your controller is bluetooth or you can plug it into the computer it works with it and you know i played control and it was a very amazing game this is the first time i played it and i was like oh well I don't want the first time I play it to be some really bad quality gaming and stuff because I heard people were talking bad about it. And I kid you not, Control is such a beautiful game. Like, the graphics are, like, on par. So I did not expect it to run so smoothly. It ran smooth as butter. 
it was beautiful and I love the gameplay and I want to play it more so I went ahead and just bought it afterwards after my uh, trial of Luna ran out because you know I don't be getting money like that I need some sponsors for this podcast so you know we can continue to get that Amazon Luna because we broke out here but you know either way like I was saying it's actually pretty high quality I also tried Overcooked with my sister I played it with her and you know we just hooked up two PlayStation controllers to the computer and we played it it was very fun and that was the first time I played Overcooked as well so you know it just also works with two people or multiple people as well I thought that the quality would drop if there were multiple people playing because all of that input but it was amazing it was still smooth as butter and I have no clue how Stadia and Amazon Luna are able to collaborate with these developers to bring out this amazing content like I mean I thought it was gonna be something like Parsec you know you can I don't know if you guys know what Parsec is but it's basically this platform where you can play games with other people across the internet and I thought it was gonna be quality like that because Parsec doesn't really run that well for me to be honest but I can see it running well for other people I thought it was gonna be like that but cloud gaming is so much more and I love it and it's amazing well thank you for that um ending statement in conclusion i mean i guess cloud gaming is the new thing try it out there's stadia like we previously said um there's amazon luna um we can put those links in the description yeah sure we'll put them in the description if you want to go check them out um so moving on to our next topic you know we have a little bit of um we have like a little series where we get, you know what I'm saying, to the into the the dirt and the grime. So this new topic is Black Lives Matter. Mm. BLM in all of its glory. Um I don't even I don't even want to start off. Um I'll actually start with Ethan. Ethan, what are your thoughts about Black Lives Matter, man? Black Lives Matter as a movement, it is beautiful. It is amazing and you know, I'll get on board with it cuz you know, even I think that it hadn't been recognized the I mean black okay. Black people have been recognized, African American people have been recognized before this, before twenty twenty, but not like it has then. That was when it first kind of blew up. Cause you know, we've been free, we've been freed from slavery, we've been technically unoppressed in a way but oppression is still a thing on us because we got cops out here straight up just murking people and it's you know it's not good it's not good at all you know and it took multiple people dying and their families losing people for people to kind of open their eyes and i think that's insane like we even have black history month and yet like a whole month dedicated to the history and long comings of amazing black people and yet america still couldn't open its eyes until now because last year was full of catastrophes and it took a a a single catastrophe like that to really make people say oh we gotta stop this we gotta actually enact some change and there had been people enacting change before that yet it took this to get mostly all of america on board because that's when we become true patriots when america is supporting each other 
when America supports all races, all ethnicities, everything. We're supposed to be the melting pot, mind you. So, you know, now we're truly becoming that, a melting pot and a nation as a whole. And I love that so much. And it's all coming true. So, you know, 2021 is the year where most of the stuff that had been affected by Black Lives Matter protests are really, you know, coming to fruition. So, I think that's cool. We got to keep up the good work. I'm going to pass this on to Tyson. Oh, that was really well said. Ha, you thought you were going to get it, Kenny. It's Tyson's turn to talk. No, no, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I was just... I was just about to make a comment that these cops were really getting kill streaks out in these streets. Like, they were really out here dropping UAVs and VTOL jets like it was just a daily game. Like, and I, 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 that, that kind of hit me, bro. Like, I, I just wanted to say that. Anyway, all right, Tyson, what you got for me, man? What do you think about Black Lives Matter? Right. <laughs> it might be a little controversial, but I think Black Lives Matter. It used to be a really good movement, but like it's kind of turning toxic because like you got to think about it for all these years. Yes, it has not been this this like brought up like this into like the media. But then again, we're still around here killing each other. Like we got black men killing little black boys. Like you already know about the incident up in PG County, um, right in front of uh, it was smoothie king or like and david busters like like how y'all gonna kill how how little children gonna kill other little children like, where are they getting the guns from where are they getting the knives from so i'm just like i know it's their parents like and it's like black little boys and black little girls I'm like come on man like we gotta do better and then also um with black lives matters like we know about the riots and protests back then Sorry about my dad, he he always coughing. But um like yeah. So about the protests. The awful thing is that I know sometimes I know there have been a black business who's been ransacked by some black supporters and some white supporters. Like we can't be having that. Like Black Lives Matters, yes, we stand for that. Yeah, I stand for that. But um think about it from this perspective. Think about if you weren't black. <laughs> yeah, think about if you weren't black. Um, if you weren't black. Nah, nah, nah. Let me not say that. Let me not say that. I'm gonna just say, me as a black person, I know I've not experienced true racism yet because I live in like a safe community. Like, yeah. But I know if I go to somewhere like deep, deep south virginia or like somewhere south i know like i think i I forgot what the place is called but it's called the most racist town in um america i forgot what it's called but um all i've seen i've seen a tiktok video of people just like literally it's just a white person holding up a black lives matter flag i mean um sign and for some reason people are uh, like these people driving by saying hey hey what you doing like don't you know you're white like you're white i'm like like what what is this yeah that was why, why in f- arkansas that's awful yeah that's that's real awful like 
like what 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 kind of like I've learned in like um history class that racism is not you're not born with it you're taught it and so like some people still teaching racism like the KKK you know them we were you already know I can't say that on here but uh like <clears throat> to put it short I, I know I like a little bit got off topic a little bit but um let me break it back Black Lives Matters now we all know that there's it's this little news little trend or something Right now, Black Lives Matter has become a trend to support. That's what's the awful thing is. Because you will see like people on TikTok or like uh Instagram or Twitter be like, yeah, Black Lives Matter and all that, but then barely do anything. I'm not gonna say I've done a lot. Like, yeah, I've not really done so much. I'm lazy. But it's not like yeah. Y'all get what I mean. But back to what I'm saying. Yeah. So y'all see how all these other people, y'all see how all the other people all over on media be like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. But then here's the thing. On Twitter, these people be supporting Black Lives Matter, but they ain't even black. Like, I'm not saying you can't, you have to be black to support Black Lives Matter. But then like, it's gotten to the point where white people are saying that black people would be offended by this. Like, for example, since I'm an artist myself, I've seen it. Well, it has not happened to me since I've n- not done nothing of the sort. But I've seen some people. I've seen like this case actually got me angry. So basically, you know how there's a little. Well, I don't know if y'all will know it, but there's a little situation with um, artists whitewashing and blackwashing the characters, and like whitewashing. You instantly just get like a backlash. People going to curse at you and death threats. Like that's not right. That that's a black character. But then we don't do the same for black hair, like blackwashing. Now it's like I've seen this one YouTuber. Well, I don't really follow him. It's it's just random since I follow art. But um, this YouTuber drew herself as an anime character. The thing is, the keyword herself, not she did not draw the anime character um, being black. She drew herself. And then people on Twitter responded with racist, like extremely racist stuff. Like they drew her with like a bone in her nose wearing like, you know, like African stuff that you see in them, like how Africans are portrayed in like cartoons like i'll say like you know how them old races of cartoons are like they they dressed her like they they drew her like that and so like that's awful that angered me and then i don't know why but i don't maybe it's just because the youtuber don't have that much fans or like supporters but it just made me angry because people are not talking about it and like yeah but another thing yeah, yeah, I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, back to what I'm saying about on Twitter, white people saying black people are going to get offended by this when they like. There's literally I've literally seen people drawn, drawn like semi-black characters, Asian characters, like 
they're Asians. It's not like they have to be black. Like, I'm not saying they're completely white, but I'm just saying they're Asians. And so, like, they're going to have a tan or something. But then, like, I see these comments, little backlash on Twitter from white people. Like, I get it. It's not even black people. It's just white people. Like, maybe some black little girls. But we all know them black little girls act like white people. Yeah, like, we know. We, we Let's be honest. Like, sometimes they begin too inspired by the white people. It's, it's vice versa. Yeah. But then again, so there'll be white people. All right, let me not stop being racist, but like, there'll be some white people in the comments being like, hey, this is not right. You should not post this. We're like, let the man draw what he wants. Like, come on, man. It's not that big of a deal. Because, like, it's not like they're deliberately being racist. Because all they're doing is just drawing the character be like, yeah, that's how I see fit. Um, this, like, sometimes the artists don't be having that color palette or something like that. I just don't really care. And tell the truth, I know all, like, like, I can't, like, I'm pretty sure, like, almost every single black person I know would, like, can, like, if I show them a post of somebody supposedly whitewashing a black character, they would be like, bro, who cares? Like, I know damn well everybody will be like, bro, who cares about this? Like, no one cares about this. And so that proves my point. Yeah, Black Lives Matter is like, I'm not saying it's bad, but like it, it's, 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 uh, it's complicated. I'm trying to think of a word. Yeah, it's complicated, but like it's, goal it's goal is is being derived from the like the main goal like yeah this people yeah and yeah, like and like basically yeah i can see what you're saying like i don't me personally like i get what you're trying to say and i don't me, me too like i don't like them people that aren't the ones that are actually getting affected by the racism and such you know blowing it out of proportion like like it's even like me with my personal life like if i have a problem and i tell and like you want me to tell you what my problem is and i tell you what it is and you blow it out of proportions i don't like that don't make a bigger deal out of it than i am i'm supposed to be the one like suffering in pain i'm not saying you can't help help but don't stand there and just like yell and blow it out of proportions because then you're worrying me more and when you start to inflict that upon an entire race, then it's like a whole different thing. So, yeah, just like this goes back to one of our main messages on this podcast. MYOB, mind your own business, like support it, support it, do what you got to do. But come on, there's only like there's only so much you can stretch it to before it becomes like not even support anymore. And it becomes like just pontification you know just you it just becomes you in the popcorn gallery you know just chill out chillax do what you gotta do support it if you need to but if it's if it's if the people that are getting affected aren't the aren't like blowing it out of proportions like you are then you need to take a check because then that gets people mad you know i personally just i'm trying my best not to die over this but you know even like on twitter you have people with like 
Twitter and Instagram, they have like BLM in their uh in their on their profile. Like they're like Black Lives Matter. Then they're like, yeah, I support Black Lives Matter. I'm like, how have you supported Black Lives Matter? Like you just because you say that you support it doesn't mean you support it that's not what support is i can say i made a cake that doesn't mean i actually made a cake because that's not because saying that i made a cake isn't what making a cake is you see what i'm saying so yeah i definitely can yeah i I, I, you know i've just been sitting here like wait like hey let me tell you something this is some juicy stuff man like I'm listening, and at first I was like looking at Tyson, like I'm sorry, what? Like I was looking at him, like yo, you hear yourself right now, like he talking crazy. But then I tried to, you know, like listen with an open mind, and I realized that he's actually really right. Like, and he just said so many things that are actually like really facts, and like that's why we call him the fact man. Like, you know, he was talking about how Black Lives Matter speak facts, no fans. Facts, no fans. Like he was talking about how Black Lives Matter became a trend, and that's actually where I was going. Like when I when I wanted to start, I was literally gonna say that I don't even mess with Black Lives Matter no more. And it's not even like, oh my God, like he just said he doesn't mess with Black Lives Matter, he doesn't support them. No, and to a degree, it's not even like I have to support them because I live the life. I live it. been i i had to grow up in a in a racist school all in in montgomery county like racist bro and it's the places that they're not racist racist you know like like the like the the um the place in arkansas you're talking about you know what i'm saying so if you're a black person you're gonna die but like it's the subtle racism you know what i mean every single time you raise your hand out of turn you get your car changed because this is elementary school so you know so a white kid would would spit on a teacher or would would you know break their desk or something and nothing happens to them but me as a black kid if i raise my hand out of turn or she just feels like it she'll give me a red card and i got in so much trouble for that and all the time my parents always do this and like sometimes it gets annoying but sometimes it really doesn't because it's like I really think about I really think about like what I had to go through at that school and they just randomly say like when we're talking about our past they'll just randomly be like I'm sorry for what I put you through and I'm like bruh it's just the school but it taught us at like it taught like me and my siblings and just like me in general it taught me at a young age that I'm always gonna be a lesser person and that's what I grew up with real talk that's that's what I grew up with that's what I thought I was because I'm just some lesser kid who's intruding at this school. I can't have anything prestige. I can't, you know what I'm saying? So like, that was that was what was drilled into me because that's what I thought. And that's what I had learned. That's what I picked up on. But then I had to realize when, you know, when I kind of went on a journey and went to a different school and started my own things, I learned that I was not only just a special person, but I was a star. So, and, and everybody listening to this, every single person is special every single person in some type of way and specifically speaking tyson and art his art is really great even in coding and stuff me and well me like you know what I'm saying? but like everybody's special oh. everybody has different, everybody <laughs> has different qualities and stuff you know and i just i just think that like the way that black lives matter has become a trend like invigorates like 
I don't even think that's the right word. But it just like it just makes my blood boil. And no hate to her because she low-key makes some alright music. But Madison Beer, right? I don't know if you know her, but she's just a white girl on TikTok. Um and, and I don't say that to be like, you know, rude, like white girl, she's just she's white. But, you know, she was like, Oh yeah, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter and she made a TikTok and you know millions of likes because she's influential on TikTok. But come to realize she went to the to the protesting, to the peaceful protesting, I may add, if we really want to get into that. Um, she went there to take a photo shoot and then dipped. So what does that say about the people who are really just using this as an opportunity to gain more followers, to gain the respect of the black community? People say the black community are harsh, but in reality, the black community is just protective of their own because the forces out there that are supposed to protect us don't do their job. Let's talk about it. It's like, uh, it's just like how the Wakandans were, for instance. I know they're fictional made up people, but it's exactly how they were. They knew that if they released their weapons to the public and if they released that they weren't, you know, this nation in poverty to the public, then they would be attacked. So they had to protect their own. But, you know, moving on, we got to get to the third topic. We got to spin it, guys. So we're going to talk about African-Americans in video games since you know we talk about technology here we talk about video games here you know what i mean we got to get it started so i want to start off with miles morales we all know him we all love him and we all know we all know that miles miles morales was um he blew up his game blew up because you know he's a lovable character and he comes from like this african-american and you know hispanic community where it's just great to see like the people of his community interacting with him like the original spider-man game i watched it all i didn't play it but i watched the playthrough of it and i really love the story but you didn't really see peter parker interacting with his community around him like that and that's what made miles morales special the fact that he not only saved the day but everyone on the block knew him he knew they knew his mother they knew his father they knew miles morales for who he really was not even just spider-man but him as a character and that's what i love that's what i love when they incorporate in these video games with black characters because only now are people starting to realize that that's where it's at with black characters in video games they're realizing that you know our roots run deep and we affect the community around us and it's really good for storytelling it just makes such an impact on everything even things like mafia 3 i don't know if you guys have played mafia 3 but it's basically about a guy named lincoln clay he's an african-american and he has to start his own basically mafia empire and kind of rise up because the people that he knew and loved were killed by the mafia boss sal marcano so it's a game kind of like gta well it has a lot of the features like gta but the story is more enticing so that's like the main point of the game the story like the the story writers for this game the writers were amazing with it because they really reflected how things were back then in that era that he was in because this isn't modern day by the way this is like back when clan folk were more you know abundant and such so 
you know as, as in the kkk yes clan folk so like right. in this game you have this this young black man who's coming back from vietnam because he went to war and he's coming back and he pulls off this this heist and you know everyone he knows and loves gets killed by sal marcano the highest up guy in the mafia the mafia boss so he has to take down rackets and assign the rackets to different people so he can create his mafia empire and eventually have a finale where he shows down with the mafia boss and takes revenge and whatnot and the narrative design is so amazing because like i said it's a huge map and it reflects just how it was because this takes place in the bayou so you know there's a bunch of races mm. so it, it reflects just how it is down there you know you don't see any cutbacks from it they don't hold back because this is how it was that's cr that's not even creative storytelling that's truth storytelling in an african-american community because in this game you have white folk saying the n-word towards the towards your your character as they try to kill them and you know you gotta like fight back and such and show your might so it's realistic they don't cut corners because they gotta show how it actually was and i respect that 2k i respect that come on now and we need more narrative design where they tell the truth because most of the time they show us like in these games and in these productions where you know they just have a black character and they think that's just it but they don't like to reflect the community around them the land around them and introduce that into the narrative but you know anyways that's how i, I feel I, about it i think i'm not, i'm not even gonna lie i was i was thinking like a part of me was just like let me bring this back to miles morales but like what you just said shook me and i i, I can definitely say that it shook tyson as well like for a second because hmm, the the n-word is so like i feel like it's just such to me it's very it's a very dumb thing like our white people's ancestors had called us something that was meant to degrade us and you know our ancestors at least not not us actually us but you know that's what they 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 called our ancestors to to degrade them and make them feel like pieces of trash as they you know suppressed them because they didn't have enough time and enough you know like they didn't have they didn't have any oxygen they didn't have any space to breathe you know to to get running on their feet so they clipped their wings and you know made slaves and shipped them around and they were so jumbled that they're just people who have to work for these white slave masters now and i'm not even gonna lie white people are cunning for that very very evil but cunning you know and even cunning has a like like a malicious intent behind it so it's just like you know when i think like you know when when ethan just said like these they, they didn't hold back these game makers didn't hold back like i certainly respect that like to me I haven't played it. I haven't heard of it. I, I might go check it out. But it's definitely stamped. Like, to me, that's stamped. Because so many people hide behind, like, this 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 word. Not even, not even black people. I'm talking about white people. Like, you will see a black person say, you know, the N-word. Or maybe a faceless black person say an N-word. And you would find so much hate and racism in the comments. And you'll be like, hold on, hold down. Last I checked you different ethnicity but the ones who used it on us so we've taken what you tried to um 
you know, to, you know, like you, we, we took this, this weapon that you made against us and now we've, we've turned it on you. So we've turned it into something that means, you know, being in a brotherhood, you know, like, you know, being close, being tight. We've taken that and we've made it our own. We've solidified, you know, a society between a black community that empowers each other when using that word and not degrading us. So I definitely respect, you know, these game makers for, for, for doing that. And I'm not saying game makers run wild. You guys all have the N word passed, but you know, for, for like, for you setting that setting in the time, like that, that's really, really valid. And just to, for me to wrap up my statement, you know, black, black characters and their community is something that is so underrated in games. Not only is it not talked enough, it's not animated enough, nothing. And that's why I was just so happy when Ethan said that, because I thought that as well. When I played the game, I was like, yo, this is like, like, and, and it's like, it's, it's just so, so, it gives such like a warm vibe that you're just like, I want to be a part of this community. You know, like, I want to know some of these people. And that's the truth. That's the truth. You know, like, um... For the specific part, um, for this example, to give you a, a quick example, when um, when Miles met a deaf girl, Miles met a deaf girl, and he knew ASL already, so he managed to you know continue to engage her and make her feel welcome, and you know because in in the game she like did spray paint art on or, like on the walls, very beautiful if I might add, shout out to the artists um for miles morales but you know what i'm saying so he managed to keep her you know in like in the mix you know keep her in the community and made sure he shouted out his her art every time he saw it so stuff like that you know when you're like you know making your way downtown and you're snapping your fingers pointing at every other person on the sidewalk that concept they really really captured that well so um I've I've completed my statement and Tyson I'm going to finally ask you what are your thoughts about the black community and African Amer I'm sorry African American characters in games Um I can't really say much about it because like I have played games with black characters in them but then I've not played any recent one because the um the only one I can recall right now is a game called Prototype 2. It was where a black man was given was given mutation powers by uh, a white man or light-skinned person named uh, um, Alex Mercer. And yeah, it was a cool game. I ain't gonna hold you. That, that game got me hype as hell. I, like, I, I really like that game. I love that game. It's a game that down deep in my heart. Even though it was really brutal and gory, but still, I liked it very much because, like, it just had that black aspect. Like, it was—I think it was situated in, um, maybe New York, maybe. But I really liked it, and like, it had—it did not have the little cursing thing. And also another thing. About that cursing game, um, about Mafia Three, and about the characters, um, the enemies cursing at the um, uh, main character. Um, just think about it. Um, <laughs> uh, how much they paid them little 
how much they pay the white voice actors to say the n-word i mean well it was um <laughs> if you think about it logically they were i'm not gonna hold them for that because i guess that's kind of fair since they're doing it to accurately represent the world around it and to tell the narrative how it is you know it's kind of like in django where you know you have the white actors saying the n-word but you know they had to do that in order to get the the narrative there you had to they had to yeah they had to yeah they had to do it in order to actually show you that's how it was because when you just tell somebody that's what they were doing and such they just you just tell them oh they did this they said that then it doesn't really have an effect but if you directly show them through media like just even modern day media like this they're like dang man and it really opens your eyes like that's really how it was you know so you know i guess i get a pass with that since you know if someone had to do it eventually yeah the the reality the reality is really just that like to to accurately depict how white people really don't like didn't care and you know i i would say didn't and put that in past tense because i i hope and believe that you know white people have kind of changed and opened up their hearts to the african-american you know community and culture and not just african-americans but of other ethnicities as well but you know to accurately depict like their complete hatred you really just have to like you 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 have to use that word because that's what they like that's what those type of people use to just make you feel awful and like scum so i i definitely agree with ethan on that like they get a pass because they definitely do anyway back to what you were saying tyson let's be honest let's really be honest here so i'm gonna divide this up in two so you know there are some white people who aspire to be black we know about that and then there's white people who just want to be the same now about the white people who want to be the same i know this is deriving from the topic but we're still talking about african americans and yeah so from what i know is that most of the time they tell the white kids be careful around them black kids we already know because if you walk around a white person they're gonna be like there's multiple things that could happen they're either gonna look at you weird or just stay away from you and it's only some that probably would just be cool with you and i'm pretty sure that's only if they're in like a full black community they're probably still gonna take some time to get used to it but yeah that's the only case but if it's a black person is a minority in the community they're gonna be like stay away from him and like watch out for him and like we all know this because we've seen the videos we've seen the videos where like that's a, that's a, even the reason why there's police brutality because uh these people they be like black people are known for doing this stuff and i'm not gonna say they're completely wrong but they just can't assume it for all that's basically like saying all white people are racist all white people aren't there's just some that might hate your guts just because of your skin and just most they just don't care but then 
that doesn't derive from you can be racist yeah. without even knowing because we already know we've seen videos on TikTok and all that. These people be like they already make assumptions that the black person did it. Like let me reference um a funny little meme I seen on Instagram. So basically they just some old couple instantly just randomly assumed that a black man was um making drugs in his garage. That video was kind of funny though. <laughs> um basically the man didn't even do anything. And like it's the same thing. Um I rem- I remember I know y'all seen that video where oh a little I think a army surgeon sergeant was saying was telling a black person who was just jogging to get off his lawn or like get away when all he did was just walk so that that's what i'm trying to say that like they say they're trying they're not being racist but but definitely being racist and uh oh yeah about the white people trying to be black we see it everywhere you see it everywhere on media you see how they try to be like rapping like black people we already know hip hop was originated off of black people. And then like, like the like gangster stuff, that's originated from black people. Like, I'm not saying they can't, but it's just getting to the point where it's just like, it's should stop. Yes, like you should just stop. Like, think about your actions. Where are your parents? Where's your mom? Where's your family? But like, yeah, because like, I be seeing on TikTok, I be seeing these little white boys and they be around our age. That's awful. They be our age or younger. They be like saying the N-word like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I I, I say the N-word, I'm tough and all that. Like, no, you aren't. You look like a disabled kid. I'm just, but like, you look like you need help in life. Like, saying the N-word is not going to give you any benefits in life. You already got the white privilege. I, uh, well, nah, nah, nah. Let's not say white privilege. But you already got, like, people are not going to assume that you 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 did it. Like, I did it, like, you, you, they aren't going to assume that you shot a person if you just walking around an alleyway. They ain't going to assume that. You already know. Also, like, even if a white person wears all black, we already know they ain't going to assume he did it. But if a black person wear, wears all black, they going to think, like, oh, he must have done it. Look suspicious over there. Look real sussy over there. Yeah, they're they gonna be like that. <sighs> yeah, and it's um, yeah, I think that you're right. Where you're talking about how, you know, racism just runs so deep into some of these people's bloods, like it's encrypted into them, and they don't even realize it. So, you know, like specifically, like even with the bigger icons like that bigger icons have really showed this nation this country you know how it's deep encrypted into that they are as well so when you have bigger influencers and you have bigger you know country icons of, of course people are going to start to think it's fine like the ceo of papa john did you know uh, papa john's did you know that they had to train him for 20 months for him not to to, for him not to use racial slurs i can't believe that an actual ceo of this company like that makes me not want to eat their food anymore but i i get hungry you know what i mean yeah so let's let's um get back on topic um we definitely you know kind of we kind of all dabbled and put our foot in that topic of um you know black 
black representation like black characters and their representation in video games and how a couple games did them very well and they depicted the lives of black people um and you know i, I just low-key want to quickly make a statement like you know we don't we don't knock on white people like i love white people my my true goal in life after i i'm successful is to see you know a coherent nation but i'm probably gonna leave before that'll happen so hey but you know like that that's just what i want to see like ethan in the beginning of the in the podcast you made a a reference to the the nickname of this country called the melting pot and like i just feel like when something doesn't live when like when you don't live up to your name you know like that's that that's sad you want to live up to your name and be the best you possibly can be the best version you know of you that you can be and just like like a quick sub note to that um to make a quick example you know now that this online learning thing has been going on we've really been seeing like the mental health of a lot of students and teachers and stuff and adults and just people in general but you know what i'm saying so now that we understand a little more about mental health and stuff we're getting into that like you did the best you could and you know thank you for at least trying but for those who are you know blatantly racist and you teach your kids you know to be racist you aren't trying you're the problem and it's just like i i, I feel like i'm ashamed to know that i have to live in a country with those type of people you know what i mean like i i, I watched a video where um i watched a video where a, um a, a father brought his son he said hey son come here and i'm watching watching as the caption this is what's wrong with america i'm like hold on what's going on pulls up a picture two two girls two little girls very very sweet and these girls they're playing running in a field one of them is african-american one of them is white and he says son what's wrong with this picture and i and i think like there was there was something else but you you get the idea and he was teaching his son on a camera video recording you know telling his son trying to drill into his very innocent mind probably a loving mind until it turned into whatever he turned it into but he literally told him as the sun is going oh is the sun not there oh is the grass green instead of yellow like and he's really trying his hardest to please his dad and like man i can't find what dad wants me to find dang but in reality, what he's trying to get his son to realize is that black people shouldn't be with white people. So this is going to sound a little controversial, which is kind of crazy, but I don't think we should have a black Black Lives Matter month. I'm, I'm sorry, not Black Lives Matter. Black History Month. Do you have a white people month? Out of all the, out of all the months of the year, let's talk about it. Do we have a white people month? Do we have oh. a let's let's think about it let's think about it okay so i disagree i disagree with you know we shouldn't have a black history month because you know okay i'm gonna say something as well that might be a little controversial but you know it's whatever and you know y'all are just gonna have to you know hang it like it is just chill out with me because yeah, you know, I'm about to spit. I'm about to spit some straight facts. So, if we look up slavery, if we look up slavery start 
date or slavery start year so <clears throat> slavery in the united states was a legal ins institution of human chattel slavery Compr comp comprising primary of Africans and African Americans that existed in the United States of America from its founding in 1776 until the passage of the 13th Amendment in 1865. That is why we have Black History Month and why we don't have White History Month because black people have a story to tell about slavery they had their chance they were living high balling they had slaves doing work for them in the house and out on the field in the hot sun they were killing them they were beating them they were raping them this is what it is Whoa. no i'm gonna say it it's because people have to know this that's not a bad word it's not it's true that's why we have caucasian blood in us because of that that is how it is they were selling people for so many years from 1776 to 1865 and then even then most people most slave owners refused to free their african and their african-american slaves they refused and they were still um freaking places where it was allowed and you know it was still accepted and I think I have a right to get mad because they treated us like animals. We are like, we're humans. So it's so juice. Mm. It's messed up. So that is why we have Black History Month. And we have to keep Black History Month because it informs future generations of what happened. Because if we stop telling them about this, if we stop teaching this, it's gonna die out and people are gonna think it's okay to go back to racism. That's what, that's basically what they had to do to the CEO of Papa John. They had to nail it into his head constantly that it's bad. And that's what they're doing on Black History Month. They're nailing it into people's heads what happened, what is currently going on in our nation, how we can make it better. When you strip people away from that, then that becomes a problem because people think it's okay to return to their old ways because there's people still trying to do it. But, you know, that's just my opinion. That's how I feel about it. No, no, no. So, I, I mean, um. No, no, you already spoke. Let me speak. All right, um, Ashley, Kenny, if you want to say your thing before this, because I, I don't think I can cut it up a little bit. So let me just like add one last thing on. And Ethan, what you just said, that that, that was kind of like, you know, revolutionary. Not even going to lie. Like, it's just it's just really just like we're humans just treat us as such. That's that like that that one statement could literally counter all of racism quite literally because it's just logical sense why are you treating us like something we're not you know for the for the um it this is a kind of like a touchy controversial subject because we're like trying to merge them into society now for the lgbtq plus community for anyone you know any anybody different you want to be who you are and we want you to shine because as a human being, that's what we do. You know, we succeed. Cool. But don't treat us as something we're not. Just let us be what we want to be. And don't, you know, kill us for it. 
that's that's like that that in itself can just dismantle all whatever logic you have behind slavery but what i wanted to say was that i think i kind of you know messed up with what i was trying to say not that we shouldn't have black black um history month because you we definitely should but it's just like for for every person that we meet or every person that we talk about it shouldn't be there was this black person there was this white person there was this hispanic person you see what i'm saying you gotta think about that you gotta let that sink in for a little bit why can't it just be there was this person that i met why do we always have to you know make it clear someone's ethnicity there's no point we don't have to we don't need to and it's just like we've divided ourselves you know and instead of it becoming a melting pot it's now a, you know like like a war zone it's war grounds split split up in different categories because now we, we all just have our own section and it really shouldn't be that way you know what i'm saying like it really shouldn't so like that that's what i meant by you know not always reminding people that you know black lives i mean not black lives i'm sorry black history month and you know that's what that's what i that's the point that i was trying to make that we shouldn't always be calling people out on their ethnicity because at the same time you know life is always going to be a gamble so we could gamble taking away black history month and just seeing if society will kind of wipe away like having to always refer to you know people like like referring to those people as black and remembering all these black people not that we shouldn't not that we shouldn't praise what they did but if if you understand what i'm trying to say like the people that like you said are trying to bring back racism or whatever when we keep reminding them uh, you know about black people you see what i'm saying like we keep reminding them about how we won the slavery war which we loki didn't but you know what i'm saying like they're gonna keep teaching their kids that lesson they're gonna keep teaching that oh these people have a black history month well one day son you're gonna dismantle that or you're gonna you see what i'm saying so if we just like to a degree that's what i was saying um uh shortly ago saying that life is gonna be a gamble because it'll always be a gamble when you're playing with you know the future of a society like that so will it have a positive income i mean, a positive outcome and you know maybe they do forget about this and and stop categorizing us you know what i'm saying or will there be a negative outcome and like ethan said if we remove it things will go back to the way they were so that was just my thought that we shouldn't always just you know shove down ethnicities and and make it clear that there's a difference between us because a melting pot means that everything is melted together there is no there you know there is no indifference it's just one and that's where we need to be back respectfully i would like to speak a little bit more about that before we close up um i like what you said about how the melting pot is not really a melting pot so here's my thought it might sound a little controversial but it's not and i'm gonna try to say this quick so yeah we are kind of like split up into different types of groups the asians the mexicans the whites the the cake uh the caucasians the blacks yeah all that in a real melting pot there wouldn't be anything it be anything like that it, it it shouldn't be like oil oil it doesn't mix with water you already know different density levels and so 
I would like to speak more upon that. But then, related to Black History Month, basically, I would not say, like, I, because of what Ethan said, I really think he really has a point about we need to remind our culture, uh, our people, about what has happened in the past and how we can never let that happen again. But then again, there's n we can't be like this. There is racism, but there is also something called reverse racism. Because a lot of black people, we already know, we've seen it, we, we, we black ourselves, we've seen like, all, be honest, don't learning about all this stuff yes, make yes, you angry? Yes. And so you lead that leads to black people hating white people, which means they can never f fix that bond. I mean, fix that little crack in history, the little, the little, uh, whatever word else for it. But yeah, yeah, get what I mean. So, like, this is not exactly what Martin Luther King dreamed, dreamed. like the thoughts in his speech. You see, here's what I'm saying I'm going to leave y'all with. Let's forgive, but let's not forget. Ooh That's the big one. Because you can always teach the young generation about what they have done to us, but we must make sure it doesn't lead to hatred. So that can lead to actually them knowing what the white people have done in the past and how we can prevent that and make sure we have a bond and so then we can be united under one nation under god indivisible and liberty and tested for all oh my you goodness. oh my goodness yeah we gotta we gotta close on that that was clean that was clean so with that being said everybody we're gonna end off this podcast today we hope you enjoyed it we talked about BLM, we talked about African American characters in video games and black representation in video games, and we talked about cloud gaming at the beginning and how it is a technological advancement that is encroaching on our grounds quickly. So, with that being said, we need to close off now. Make sure to check the links down in the description to learn more about, about Black Lives Matters and to learn more about everything we talked about here today. Peace out, everyone. We will see you soon. Bye, guys.